Hello, Word Nerds. How are you doing today? I hope you are just wonderful and dandy. And that rhymes with the first word of this episode, bandy. B-A-N-D-Y. This is the first form. It is a verb from 1577. Uh, We are going to start with the transitive definitions. One, to bat as a tennis ball, to and fro. Two A, to toss from side to side or pass about from one to another, often in a careless or inappropriate manner. Oh, look at us. We are so careless and inappropriate, bandying this ball from one to another. One, uh, no, two B, we have the synonym exchange, especially to exchange words argumentatively. Bandying about. Two C, to discuss lightly or banteringly. Banter, like you know you talk with somebody, you have banter. Uh, So to discuss lightly or banteringly, in a bantering way. 2D, to use in a glib or offhand manner, often used with the word about, as in bandy these statistics about with considerable bravada. No, bravado. That is a quote from Richard, uh, well, how do you pronounce it? Is it Pollock or Pollock? Or Polak? I don't know. I'll see if I can find where that quote is from. Uh, uh, Ever since I said that I was going to start trying to find where these quotes are from, um, I found maybe half of them. Uh, So, you know, I might not find it. uh, But I also don't spend that much time researching it. Number three is archaic. And it means to band together. Now we have a couple intransitive definitions. One, uh, this is obsolete. The synonym is contend. And number two is archaic. We have the synonym unite. Uh, Next, we have bandy again. This is the second form. It is a noun from 1693. Uh, By the way, the etymology is unknown. Uh, It is a game similar to hockey and believed to be its prototype. Oh, well, now we should see if we can find an example of this. Uh, I don't know if they had videos back in 1693. Um to post on YouTube, but I'll see if I can find an example of some people playing bandy. All right, now we have the third form of bandy. It is an adjective from 1687. One is talking about legs. We have the synonym bowed. So if you've got bowed legs, uh, you would be bandy, I guess. Uh, Number two synonym is bow-legged. And uh, bandy-legged is uh, another form form, another word. That's an adjective as well. Uh, This is perhaps from the number two form of bandy, uh, which is hockey stick. So, you know, the hockey stick is bent. Uh, Somebody was like, hey, your hockey stick, your legs look like a hockey stick. So I'm going to call you bandy. That's weird. All right. Next we have bane. It is the first form. It is a noun from before the 12th century. 1A is obsolete, and we have the synonyms killer and slayer. 1B, we have the synonym poison. 1C, synonyms are death and destruction. This is a fun word. Uh, As in, stop the way of those that seek my bane. That is a quote from Philip Sidney. Uh, Let's see, 1D, we have the synonym woe, as in woe is me. Not woe, stop the horse. Number two, a source of harm or ruin. Synonym is curse, 
as in national frontiers have been more of a bane than a boon for mankind. And that is a quote from D.C. Thompson. Boy, I'm going to have a lot of quotes to look up, aren't I? Uh, I wonder if bane and boon are related uh, because they're both used in this, like they're opposites maybe. And I wonder if there's a reason uh, that they sound similar. Uh, but maybe we'll find out when we get to Boone. But we can read you some etymology for this one. It is Middle English from Old English, Bana, which is akin to Old High German Bano, B-A-N-O, which means death. Uh, all right, next we have the second form of Bane. It is a verb from 1598. It is obsolete, and it means to kill, especially with poison. Uh, you know that. Poison will do you in. Now we have the third form of bane. It is a noun from before the 12th century. It is chiefly Scottish, and it uh, we have the synonym bone, like the bone in your arm or your brain or your foot. Uh, I'm going to skip the etymology. Next we have baneberry. Uh, yeah, it's all one word. It's like a strawberry, but instead of a straw, they're using a bane. It is a noun from 1755, any of several perennial herbs of the buttercup family having acrid poisonous berries, also one of the berries. Well, I can see where they got the name from because if the berries are acrid and poisonous, uh, that is relating directly to the first form of bane, which is all about killing and slaying and poison. So maybe they use these berries to kill people. Uh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, let's see, the uh, d d d d the genus name is Octaya, A-C-T-A-E-A. -A. So I'll post a picture of these, and then if you see them, you should not eat them. And you should also not give them to anybody else. All right, next we have baneful. It is an adjective from 1579. One, productive of destruction or woe, seriously harmful, as in, a baneful influence. Number two is archaic, and we have the synonym poisonous. Uh, then it says synonym, see the word pernicious. Ooh, uh, was that in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? The No, wait, that was a different word. That was the vicious knids. What is that from? Why, why is that in my brain? Vicious knids, something like that. Pernicious, I don't think that's what it was, but it's a good word. Banefully is an adverb. Next we have bang, B-A-N-G. It is a verb from uh, circa 1550. Transitive definitions are first. One, to strike sharply. Synonym is bump, as in banged his knee. Uh, number two, to knock, hit, or thrust vigorously, often with a sharp noise, as in banged the door shut. Just this morning... I, w I took the garbage out and our screen door for some reason, you know, how they're supposed to like close slowly, it didn't cl close slowly. And so when I went out, it banged shut. And then when I came back in, it banged shut again. And my wife was like, what was that noise? And I said, the screen door is stupid. Uh, all right, number three, often vulgar, to have sexual intercourse with. Uh, yep, people say that. Uh, all right, now I don't have anything clever to say about that because this is a family-friendly podcast. Uh, now we have the intransitive definitions. One, to strike with a sharp noise or thump. Number two, to produce a sharp, often metallic, explosive, or percussive noise or series of such noises. Number three, 
to play a sport, as basketball, in a very aggressive and forceful manner, as in bang for rebounds. Now, I don't really watch a lot of sports uh, these days, but I have not really heard them use this word in this form. Uh, Just this morning, I was listening to the How Did This Get Made episode uh, of Space Jam, and they had a whole conversation, they had a whole conversation about the word jam and how and why is it related to basketball. And uh, that reminded me of that. Uh, Maybe there should be a bang jam game? I don't know. Uh, Let's see. This is probably of Scandinavian origin, akin to the Old Norse bang, B-A-N-G, again, uh, which means hammering. Now we have the second form of bang. It is a noun from circa 1550. One, a resounding blow. Number two, a sudden loud noise used often interjectionally. 3A, a sudden striking effect. 3B, a quick burst of energy, as in, start off with a bang. Uh, that's probably from races. They would uh, they would shoot a gun or make a big loud bang, uh, so they knew when to go. Number uh, 3C, synonym is thrill, as in, I get a bang out of all this. That is a quote from W.H. White, and White is spelled W-H-Y-T-E. Wouldn't that be great if his middle name was Ite, spelled Y-T-E, and then he'd be W-H-Ite White, and it would be spelled that way? Okay, now we have a phrase, bang for the duck, no, bang for the buck, also bang for one's buck, and that means value received from outlay or effort. As in, investment is yielding less bang for the buck. Let me try that again. Investment is yielding less bang for the buck. That is a quote from Fortune Magazine or Fortune something. Um, Let's see. Excuse me. Uh, Now we have the third form of bang. It is an adverb from 1828. And we have these synonyms right and directly. As in, rang, no, ran bang up against more trouble. Ran bang up against more trouble? Weird. Funky word. All right, now we have the fourth form of bang. It is a noun from 1878. A fringe of banged hair, usually used in plural, like bangs. This is probably short for bang tail, which is a short tail. Uh, And I'm going to look ahead and see if bang tail is in this book. Uh, let's see, bang up, bang, bang, yeah, it is, um, but that is not what that says, okay, that's interesting, um, They Might Be Giants have a song called Bangs, and it's, it's, uh, maybe I'll put a clip in, bangs, above your eyes, your hair hangs, so I'm still curious as to where, why they used a bang tail, um, for, I don't know, maybe just because it's uh, something that, well, it says short tail, so maybe it's something that's cut short, and the hair in, on your uh, forehead is cut short, and um, that's where they got that from. Uh, and yeah, it says fringe in the UK and probably other places. Instead of saying bangs, they say they, they have fringe, uh, which actually makes more sense. Um, all right, now we have the fifth and final form of bang. It is a transitive verb from 1878. 
and it means to cut as front hair, short and squarely across. So very much, oh, so that's the verb form of uh, what we just read. But I've never heard it used in a verb form. I'm going to, you're going to bang your hair? I mean, you say, you say I'm going to get bangs, or I'm going to make, have bangs, something like that. I've never heard it in a verb form. Uh, so that's that one. Next, we have Bangalore torpedo. Uh, this is two words. Bangalore is B-A-N-G-A-L-O-R-E. Uh, this is a noun from 1913, a metal tube that contains explosives and a firing mechanism and is used to cut barbed wire and detonate buried mines. Uh, it doesn't say super specifically where this came from. All it says is that it is from the city or town Bangalore, India, uh, which I have actually been to. I visited there for work. I uh, had to go shoot some video interviews, uh, and so some of the people were in Bangalore, India. Um, but yeah, I still don't... Maybe this torpedo was designed in Bangalore, and that's why they call it a Bangalore torpedo. They should have called it a Bangalorepedo. Bangatorpedo, something. Next, we have bang away. It is two words. It is a... Tra- uh, no, intransitive verb from 1839. One, to work with determined effort. As in, students banging away at their homework. Number two, to attack persistently. As in, police are going to keep banging away at you. That is a quote from Earl Stanley Gardner. And Earl is spelled E-R-L-E. I don't think I've seen that name spelled that way. Unless it's a typo. Now we have bang bang. There's a hyphen. It is an adjective from 1972. 1A, having a sudden forceful, or attention-grabbing effect. Synonym is punchy, as in bang-bang headlines. Does this still get used? I don't think so. 1B, executed or happening so quickly as to make judgment, as by an umpire or referee. Bang-bang. Oh, sorry, I didn't finish that one. Uh, Let's try it again. 1B, executed or happening so quickly as to make judgment difficult. Uh, And then in parentheses, of course, it said, as by an umpire or referee, as in a bang-bang play at first base. Number two, characterized by violent or fast-paced action, as in a bang-bang movie. Again, do people really say that? Uh, All right, last word for this episode is banger, B-A-N-G-E-R. It is a noun from circa 1919, one is British, and we have the synonym sausage. Have you heard of um, Bangers? Well, see, now I'm thinking of the restaurant bar near us called Bangers and Lace. Uh, But there's Bangers, yeah, that's just another word for sausage. What's the dish? Uh, There's some British dish. It's like something in Bangers or Bangers and something. Anyway, my brain isn't working. That's sausage. Uh, Now, number two, also British, we have the synonym firecracker. And then there's another one. Number three is also British, and we have the synonym jalopy. So you really need to pay attention to the context because you need to know if they're talking about a sausage or a firecracker or a jalopy. Uh, But you could say, I drove my banger to pick up some bangers, and on the way, I ate some bangers at a restaurant. Number four, a forceful and aggressive athlete. What is going to be the word of the episode? I think I'm going to pick 
uh, Baneberry as the word of the episode because, uh, you know, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, so that is all that I have to say. You can turn me off if you're done with the words. Uh, I had an idea during uh, the recording of the last episode where I thought maybe uh, this is very, you know, gets into more of my personal life, but maybe people want to know just sort of like what's like what I'm watching or like what's my recommendation or I don't know, something like that. Um, so I can just tell you a couple of shows that my wife and I are sort of watching or just watched. Uh, the first one is called uh, Living With Yourself. That is the show from uh, Netflix with Paul Rudd. And I don't know her name, but it's a very good Irish uh, actress who plays his wife uh, and some other people too. But it's only eight episodes and they're pretty short. Um, and so we were able to watch it in a couple of days. I enjoyed it. It's, you know, it's not like super funny or super dramatic or anything, but it's just kind of a fun show. Um, and it's sort of like, what would you do if you had this happen to you? Um, and so I'm not going to say anything more than that, um, because maybe you don't know what it's about. But I thought it was kind of interesting. And Paul Rudd, of course, is uh, kind of my man crush. He is awesome and he can do no wrong. And he's great in Wet Hot American Summer. And he is hilarious. Uh, the other show that we are watching is called The Outsider. Uh, this is on HBO. It is based on a Stephen King book, which I have not read. Um, but uh, it's really interesting and uh, seems like it's de dealing with some sort of strange paranormal something or other. Um, but yeah, and I think it's all directed by Jason, Jason Bateman, uh, who's a super talented guy as well. Um, you know, there's other stuff, but uh, oh, the Oscars were fun. I don't remember if I talked about that. Did I talk about that? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, mostly uh, I agreed with the decisions. All right, that's enough talking. Thank you and goodbye.